A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. Apple production is looking to be right on track for a normal bloom time and production level. This is according to Steve Lewis, owner of Oakwood Fruit Farm in Richland Center. I'm Charity Seebecker from the Midwest Farm Report. Lewis says the spike of warm weather we had helped production to be on track with their normal bloom time around May 10th. He explains how the crop is looking and what he and other growers are doing to prepare for the fall harvest. So far, it, it's been, you know, I would say a little closer to normal than uh, what we've had in years past. We've always seemed to have had a little more extreme weather in the spring, but after that couple, three days of really warm 80s, things kind of went back more towards the normal and we're kind of pretty much on a normal schedule as far as bloom time, um, you know, picking time this fall. Uh, looks like it's going to be a lot closer to a, to a normal year. Has any recent frost affected your trees? We got that warm weather, so they started budding. Is there any damage? Nope. So far, it looks really good. We'll know more here in a week or so. We just went through bloom uh, last week and, and this weekend. By next week, we'll be able to really tell, um, you know, what's set for a crop. You know, if there was any minor damage, you know, it'll show up there. You know, some of the blooms won't set on an apple um, which isn't a major thing, but right now everything looks like we're set up to have a really nice crop. What is the normal? You're saying, you know, you're on track to be about good and have a good production, but what is that? As far as timing-wise, it's normally bloom around the 5th to 10th of May is pretty average time. And that sets us up to have harvest time, say, the benchmark of Honeycrisp around that 10th of September or so. Um, and that's kind of what the targets look like right now. That can change a little bit, you know, if we have a real hot summer. But uh, right now we're, we're set up to look like, you know, we're right on target to be, you know, on our predicted average times. And as far as crop-wise, you know, we had a really nice crop last year. We had a really good return bloom this year. So right now it looks like we should have a good average crop again this year, which I think almost all farmers will take average, you know. If they can, can hit our averages, we're, we're happy. We also have to talk about insects or weed control because those can be affected by weather. Are there any concerns moving into the growing season regarding this, or what have you been seeing? As far as diseases, you know, the major one we worry about this time of year in apples is apple scab, and that's uh, like if you see wild apples and they have that black, looks like sooty um, on the apples or on the leaves, that's apple scab, and that starts just as soon as the leaves start coming out in the spring. And we've had, you know, kind of average conditions for them or controllable conditions, and we haven't been super long periods of wet, you know, where we can't get out and uh, be able to manage that disease so we, we've had nice dry period with that and insects we haven't put any insecticides on yet we really are conscious of pollinators you know this time of year and so most farmer apple growers have backed off doing any insecticides till the bloom is completely out of the orchard and, and the either commercial bees or native bees are you know off foraging on something else what other conversations have you been having regarding apple production are there any concerns with supply chain issues? A little bit as far as some things like if people are putting new orchards in posts, you know, treated posts um, seem to be in quite short supply. And um, most people knew that going into uh, this spring. So we're trying to, um, you know, really source them well ahead of time. If they've waited to try and source them now, it could get pretty interesting. Prices are, are way up, almost doubled what they were 
three years ago. Wire prices double what it was uh, a couple years ago. Um, so most of those things seem to be, you know, you can get the wire in some of those things, just the posts that have been really been in short supply. What other items will businesses have a hard time finding? Are herbicides, the bags, or any of those things that people may not think about for your day-to-day operations? Are those things have had to potentially stock up on? Yeah, a few things, you know, we saw last year were going to be a problem, so we started sourcing them earlier than normal, you know, trying to get them instead of hitting our dock, you know, this summer or this fall, trying to get them, you know, on site already. Um, You know, some of the packaging supplies, especially if uh, we're using, you know, poly bags or anything like that, there's a longer lead time in those things. Um, You know, and there's a few things that, you know, guys had to pivot to maybe a different product. And there are some chemicals that they're you know, obviously some prices have gone up on some of those things. And there are a few things that we've had to change to a different chemical uh, that things aren't available or the supply isn't available. And in apples, especially, that's uh, concerning just because we don't have as broad of a choice on some of those things as they do on other things. Being a smaller market for those companies, you know, there's not as much incentive for them to, uh, to come out with some newer things. So, so far, we haven't got hit with anything that's like a major benchmark thing that we can't replace, but it has made, you know, where we have to do a little more planning. Are there any potential technological advancements or just advancements in the industry that you've been able to utilize that have really helped or you're hoping to utilize in the future? Yeah, so in the last few years, the Wisconsin apple growers, uh, probably about seven or eight years ago, worked to get a bunch of uh, weather stations, new weather stations put around the state in different orchards to help uh, use uh, predictive models, you know, three-day models for diseases or insects. Or The one that's really helped a lot in apples is a thinning model to help us when we're trying to thin our crop if we have too many apples set, which is pretty common, and then trying to uh, to predict for thinning the, the rates and timing on that, that's been a big help because that was really a kind of an unscientific way that we used to do it the old way. It was, it was a lot of just intuition and, and, you know, years of experience. This gives us a lot more precise way of doing that. That's helped a lot. It's helped a lot in predicting insects and that. So that's been one that a lot of the farmers have, uh, apple growers have used. And then, you know, going forward, there's, there's a bunch of other technology coming along on things for you know, helping predict crop size and predict sizing, um, you know, as far as your apples for marketing. Um, they're a little ways away yet. They're coming along, but they're still in the, t- in the test phase yet. Um, some of those things could be quite beneficial to the farmers here in the near future. When it comes to those apples going to market, what is the proper size that you guys are trying to look for when you're out in your orchard? Like, or what are you making sure you're growing towards that goal? So typically, the uh, apples are sold by what they say a count, and that's the number of apples that are in the box. And so the, the count that is the, the premium size and gets the most money is an, an 88 size count to about a 72 size count. And that's about a three to a three and three quarter inch apple. You know, that's the real common size that you see when you buy them individually. You grab what you want and then you, uh, you put them in the bag and weigh them out by the pound. That's, the, that's where the premium uh, market is. So you kind of want to try and be peaking on that size. In terms of shipping, have you noticed any issues along that lines for transportation? No, we haven't. We use a local um, trucking company, fill in with, you know, some kind of over the road kind of guys that if we have to, but We've stayed with a local company just because of the, uh, you know, much more reliable and easier to work with. But prices, you know, obviously have gone up with fuel prices going up. Uh, that have really uh, jumped up in the last couple of years. Can you go through kind of your overall outlook then for this season? Anything that you guys are going to be 
doing to really make sure you have a proper harvest in the fall? Uh, yeah, you know, right now the next steps are um, assessing our crop and, and seeing where we're, we might be heavy so that way we can try and uh, thin down to the crop load that we want on the trees. And that's not only for this year's crop, but to set up next year's crop too, because they'll set next year's crop this uh, summer and we can't have too many apples on the trees or the crop will be light next year. So that's our next step. And then going forward, it's just, uh, you know, trying to make sure we're getting the right uh, nutrients on the trees at the right time to get the, uh, you know, the highest quality crop we have. Um, And then the next thing will be, uh, you know, trying to line up, uh, our markets for this fall, you know, they set those those ads and stuff a long time ahead. So we're working with the, with the buyers to set up timing on those ads and amounts that, you know, we, we think we have in our crop. And, and then it's the workforce, you know, that's the, that's been a really challenge the last couple of years. And last year, especially, I was trying to get enough people lined up to, uh, to harvest, especially actually is all done by hand. And then enough uh, for a crew in the packing shed to get them uh, sorted and packed and ready to go uh, to the grocery stores. That's that's been a big concern. We just appreciate you know all the people taking advantage of the of the local produce and supporting local farmers when they come out and see us in the fall. And and don't be afraid to you know to drive by those places in the in the rest of the growing season. It kind of is uh, gives people a perspective of of what it takes. You know, a lot of people think that. You know, farmers, you're only busy, you know, a couple weeks in the in the spring and a couple uh, weeks or so in the fall, and and that's certainly not the case. And so it's it's interesting for them to be able to, you know, to come out and drive by and see things we're doing and and keep your local farmer in mind. That was Steve Lewis, owner of Oakwood Fruit Farm in Richland Center. You can learn more about Oakwood Fruit Farm and find a full list of orchards in Wisconsin in the article on our website. You can find that at MidwestFarmReport.com. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.